Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Good morning, crypto. Good morning, warriors. Hello and welcome back to another episode of your favorite crypto news channel, Good Morning Crypto, where we bring you the most relevant and impactful crypto-related topics from a top crypto research team in the world. I'm your host, Abs, joined by several members of our 3T family this morning. We got Mario, also known as the Node Defender, joining us today. And we're going to have Johnny Crypto popping in later in the show, so I'm very excited for today's episode. Today on Good Morning Crypto, we'll be discussing how XRP is the only digital asset with legal clarity, and the Ripple case against the XCC just became bulletproof. As Chase Bank has partnered with a Canadian payment provider, FCF Pay, now enabling mortgage and credit payments using XRP. And with the largest financial firms on the planet turning to crypto as a new form of payments, we're going to break down the details, showing our community how these institutions are creating the greatest opportunity of our era. Our show is available on your favorite podcast platforms like Spotify and Apple Music. And for those of you listening via podcast, our show is live on YouTube Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern at the 3T Warrior Academy channel. So Mario, we got a bunch of great news prepared for today, but Chase Bank accepting XRP is probably the number one story we got for our listeners. How are you feeling? And thanks for being here. Good morning, man. I'm feeling amazing. I hope everybody in the chat's doing great. Uh, it is a beautiful day out there. And Chase Bank accepting XRP, I'm I'm curious. I want to hear that one because that sounds a little hypocritical, but let's do it. Bring it down in the UK. They're accepting it up in Canada, Mario. So typical hypocrisy out of the banks, guys. But we're going to start this thing off the same way we always do. But checking out the Good Morning Crypto account. That is at 3TGM Crypto on Twitter. Go smash that follow button to get updates throughout the day. When we look at some of the daily movers this morning, we've got AE up 2%, AVAX up 2%, Bitcoin up 1%, but rest of the market pretty much down across the board. When we check out the total coin market cap this morning, we're sitting at 1.09 trillion in total market cap. Bitcoin is 40% dominance. Ethereum is about 18%. We've got Bitcoin sitting at 27,600, Ethereum 1630, and XRP hanging out at 52 cents. Also throw uh, Cardano in there sitting at 26 cents this morning. And guys, 
We already got 133 live listeners joining us. Show us some love. Smash that like button and let me know, is the Wi-Fi coming in clearly? It's been a crazy week for my Wi-Fi in particular, but I think we got it figured out. Mario, this is what we're starting off the show with today. Over the last two and a half years, Ripple spent over $200 million defending themselves against the SEC. And we finally got some good news to share. But while I'm getting some confirmation on the Wi-Fi here, give me your thoughts. $200 million only to be proven innocent. Yeah, I mean, you know, they were criticized that along the way. They, they received a lot of criticism. They were uh, being mocked for, for spending all this money to fight this battle. I think that anybody that's a crypto advocate should have been on, on Ripple's side. Anybody that, that supports crypto in general should have seen that this was an attack in all of crypto. And um, unfortunately, there was a few people, a few people with a lot of following actually, calling them out for spending all this money, kind of mocking on them. And this has not really aged too well, has it? Because uh, Ripple Ripple's winning. I mean, they got the we've got the clarity that that we needed as far as XRP. Now we just need the whole lawsuit to, lawsuit to come to a close, and so that so that Ripple as a company can move on, and so that Ripple as a company can start to be um, you know uh, more trusted by by their partners, so that we can continue to move forward. Um, you were chopping up a little bit for me, Abs, but but I think you're okay now. Thank you, Mario. And uh, we're going to start off before I even play that John Deaton video with the award that Ripple just won in the UK. So we already got announced this earlier this week. Chase Bank is not accepting crypto payments in the UK because they think it is too dangerous. It's too nefarious. They don't trust the system yet. Well, look at what Ripple just did yesterday. Ripple wins the UK's most prestigious payment award. And this is really exciting as they outperformed many of the companies that we talk about every day. Ripple won the most prestigious Pay360 award, adding to its most recent accolades. The award recognizes Ripple as having the best use of digital currencies and assets in the financial services industry. The managing director for Ripple's European operations also labeled the award as the most prestigious payment award in the United Kingdom and congratulated Ripple for winning this. And uh, Mario, another big detail here is this whole event. It's the 16th edition. They bring in 950 companies all across the UK and Ripple came in first place, but this is also sponsored by MasterCard. So we've got MasterCard sponsoring this event and handing Ripple an award here. So what did they get for winning this award, guys? They received a $250,000 marketing campaign for in the UK and I actually had somebody DM me private, uh, private pictures. They put Ripple on buses, train stops. They even put them on the side of some of the marketing that's on the side of the highway. Like when you're driving past those bus stops and they have those, those um, I'm forgetting the word for it, Mario. Do you know what I'm talking about? Those signs that yeah. represent mm -hmm. the company. So yep. Ripple's already expanded their marketing. What do you take from this Ripple award-winning $250,000 marketing campaign? Yeah, I think that's uh, that's big. I mean, it's just another confirmation as to what Ripple is doing as a company. Um, like I have no doubt that Ripple's, Ripple's partnerships and products will continue to expand. They're definitely... Um, disrupting, they're a disrupting business, they're a disrupting company. And that's why we've seen this friction that we've seen with traditional financial uh, institutions kind of going against Ripple in a way. And, you know, we're seeing the SEC, but I have, yeah, I have no doubt in my mind, they will, they will continue to push forward. They will continue to uh, acquire companies like they did with Medico and so on. And they will continue to improve their products so that um, they, they can uh, get a bigger pie or a bigger piece of the pie in that in the ecosystem that they're trying to you know make business in but um you know getting an award is 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 pretty cool uh congratulations to ripple it's been 
a really good week, week for Ripple with a bunch of good news. We had the party, then we had the denial of the appeal, and now we've got this news. And also they got, they like we discussed it yesterday, I think we got, they got approved for, for that license. So it's been, it's been a lot of good news for Ripple, and I'm really happy to, to see things happen in this way. Now, the next step that I'm really looking forward to is to start seeing some positive news out of the U.S., you know, whether it's partnerships, awards, uh, recognition, because at the end of the day, Ripple is a U.S.-based company that's revolutionizing the payment system worldwide. The U.S. needs to realize that, needs to give them some credit for what they're trying to achieve. What really caught my attention, too, is the fact that Fireblocks is also on this list. And for anybody who doesn't know, this is an Ethereum uh, Ethereum consensus member. But also, this is where Bill Hinman works right now. And everyone on this channel knows a lot about Bill Hinman. Guys, there's another big, big detail within this article that I wanted to highlight, which is that MasterCard sponsored the event, but they also handed out an award to Visa for the best financial crime prevention solution. And Mario, think about this. Ripple excelled on the blockchain front alongside Fireblocks, which were both recognized as the best blockchain infrastructure providers in the space. This comes on the heels of the Ripple win that we just got this week. And I think I'd like to play the John Deaton video right now for our listeners. Remember this, Bitcoin does not have legal clarity in the United States. XRP is the only digital asset with legal clarity. And that's what John Deaton is explaining in this video. And so the interlocutory appeal... Uh, was denied because the only time an interlocutory appeal gets granted, Brad, is when the appellate court doesn't have to look at the facts. It's just a pure issue of law. And she said, no, I applied the facts to the case. The XRP affidavits is one of the facts. I applied these facts and came up with this ruling, and she she just takes the SEC to school, and she solidifies her first ruling so much even better. And really, as I said yesterday... So Mario, what's really interesting, I watched a bunch of these interviews with John Deaton, not only yesterday, but this morning as well. The SEC did something they didn't have to do. They filed an interlocutory appeal before the resolution of the trial. So what's really unique about what the SEC is doing is typically they'd wait until next April get a final product with this trial. They get a final resolution from Judge Torres. Then they would file an interlocutory appeal explaining why they disagreed with her decision. Instead, they jumped the gun. They tried to file it before the Chris Larson and Brad Garlinghouse stuff was all, all fixed. And now we're seeing something very unique, which she got a chance to explain every single detail of why she believes that XRP is not only not a security, but Ripple didn't centralize the XRPL. So, once again, we had the SEC jumping the gun here. Do you think they're going to pay now that this thing is really over? That's a great question. Um, I, I, I mean, we still need to see that settlement come through, right, between Ripple and the SEC on all the other on all the other counts. Um, I don't know. Like a few months ago, I would have said settlement was on the cards, but now that I see things turn against the SEC so much, I'm really starting to think that we may see something different. Um, I don't know, but but obviously we. I think that you know if we take into account the Howey test and what what in U.S. Uh, securities law seems to be a security, then I think you know we can we can say or we can determine that the way in which the company or the sales of the of of the XRP was done would have been considered a security. So for that reason, I think a settlement is still on the cards, but. I don't know, like at the same time, I feel like it's almost kind of too good to be true. Like we keep seeing the SEC just like punch after punch 
and I, I mean, I'm I'm grateful and I'm happy and I'm definitely super happy to start to see this to to see this happen because we need it. The whole crypto market need it needs it. So, but yeah, I think there will be still a settlement. If I was to place a bet, I'll place a bet that there will still be a form of settlement. And look at this, Mario. We got the documents to prove it as they're going to be forced to have a meeting about a settlement in April of 2024. And there's been a lot of conspiracies and we love the Ripple Riddlers on this show. So let's talk about it from this perspective. Brad Garlinghouse tattoo was analyzed by everybody in the community. But one of the things that really stuck out is that on April 8th of 2024, there's going to be a very unique solar eclipse. And that could be playing an impact on the crypto market. Many of our listeners follow Waters Above. What did he say in his video yesterday? 2024 is the year of the X, especially from an astrology standpoint. And it looks like everything's aligning perfectly for that to take place. But guys, we already got 248 live listeners joining us. Show us some love. Smash that like button. And this is one of the most important details out of the XRP community this morning. On April 16th of 2024, prior to the final conference, both council members alongside the parties themselves shall meet in person for at least one hour discuss a settlement for the ripple versus sec case mario do you think this could be a time when we see a settlement or will it most likely happen before then from your perspective well i'm i'm no legal expert so i really i don't know i can't give my opinion as far as that but uh at least we can expect that april 16th is going to be the date uh whether something's going to happen before I'll refer to, I'll keep listening to John Deaton, Jeremy Hogan, and, you know, on what they have to say and what their opinion is based on past experiences. But I think things are lining up like amazingly, <laughs> amazingly well for next year. That April timeframe is, is starting to get pretty interesting with the Bitcoin having as well as this settlement. I mean, it's going to set the path clear for crypto, at least in the U.S., uh, for crypto to be able to continue moving forward and, and continue its adoption phase. Uh, because that's that's what we've been witnessing these past few years. You know, as as Mark Yusko says on the show and he says it in other shows, you, you know, we've gone through these cycles where first we were laughed at and now we're in this fight stage and this fight stage um, could be longer, could be shorter. Let's see. Maybe. I mean, I hope it ends with 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 Ripple and I hope it ends with what's happening between Coinbase. And I hope that we finally start to see Congress have positive conversations around what regulation should look like so that crypto can start moving forward. So, yeah, let's see if this fight stage is going to continue for much longer. But nonetheless, 2024 is is gearing up to be a pretty interesting year. And yesterday I saw I've been seeing some weird tweets about quant. I don't know if you've been seeing them, too, but I've been seeing some weird stuff about quant. And I'm just bringing it up because one particular guy was like, I'm selling all my quant because not because I don't believe in quant, but um, the whole crypto market, I don't think it's going to do anything anytime soon because of macroeconomic um, events that are still yet to take place. So he was kind of put putting a question mark on the whole bull market coming for next year, right? So well, this is something that's really exciting and, and I guess unique for crypto, Mario, is the market is obviously in its, in its earliest phases. Less than a trillion dollars exists in other projects besides Bitcoin. It's going to take almost no liquidity to fuel this thing into the next bull run. Yeah. And everybody knows, everybody who's been through the presidential election cycles knows election years are money making years. They pump money into the economy to make things look better than they are. So hopefully they can get a couple more votes for their side. Am I right about that? Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing. It's like we know that all these things are happening macroeconomically. Like there's there's potentially a massive collapse that could still happen in many sectors of the economy. And so. Obviously, that's a big enough reason to be like, okay, this time it could be different. 
But at the same time, it's like you said, it's a $1 trillion market. And there's so many positive things looming on, on, on the market right now with, for example, the approval of the ETF. I mean, that alone is going to bring up bring in massive amounts of, of, of money into Bitcoin. And of course, I know that's just Bitcoin, but Bitcoin is a crypto asset. It's going to, at the same time, in my opinion, add uh, more trust, like a more trust factor to the crypto market, because now there's an ETF that uh, institutions feel confident in, in offering to their, to their clients as, as a safe investment or a safer kind of investment. So I, I think agree that for those Mario. Reasons, yeah. I agree with you from the standpoint that a lot of people view this market as as it moves with the macro. I've yeah. never found that to be the case. I mean, I know you've been in here since 2017. I've been here since about 2019. I've never seen the macro economy really flow with crypto. People actually tie the NASDAQ to what Bitcoin does. But when you compare the dollar's value to the crypto market, that seems to have the largest impact. And what are we witnessing right now? The rapid de-dollarization happening worldwide as the U.S. dollar continues to collapse it's assets like gold, silver, real estate, and cryptocurrencies that are going to profit off of that depreciation. And guys, we already got 290 live listeners joining us. Show us some love. Smash that like button. Today's breaking news. We're going to be talking about it as Chase Bank is accepting XRP. Chase Bank has officially announced a collaboration with FCF Pay, a Canadian crypto payments entity. For the first time ever, Chase Bank is accepting XRP, among other cryptocurrencies, for mortgage payments. This is groundbreaking move for the financial industry as it signifies a monumental shift towards embracing digital assets for significant transactions like home mortgages and credit services. So really, what's going on here? Let's look at the article and dive into the details. Chase Bank announced a collaboration with FCS Pay, which is a Canadian crypto payments entity. The strategic alliance will enable the bank to accept cryptocurrencies, including XRP, Shiba Inu, Dogecoin, Bitcoin, and Ethereum, for mortgage, credit card, and loan repayments. This move comes as FCF Payment extends its operations into Idaho and Utah within the United States. The partnership with FTF, FCF uh, is expected to boost the adoption of digital currencies for banking services. We've also seen HSBC express interest in adopting digital assets for similar payment use cases. This is only uh, an opinion here at the end of the article, but I do think it's worth reading. As more banks adopt cryptocurrencies for their services, there are predictions that this could positively impact XRP's future performance against Bitcoin during the upcoming bull run. So we did a little bit more research, guys, and I want to provide only the most accurate information on the show. And this is what's really happening. So Chase Bank isn't going to be custodying your crypto going forward. Instead, they're going to be accepting it for a short period of time and turning it into fiat. So this person commented, this is technically incorrect. Chase or any other bank for that matter doesn't accept XRP or any crypto for mortgage payments. They only accept fiat. So this FCF service allows you to deposit your cryptocurrency and then quickly converts that to fiat to pay your bills within Chase Bank. So that's pretty exciting, guys. And I do think regardless of if they're going to be custodying your crypto going forward, I think it shows that there's a movement into crypto for these everyday payments. And look at this. I just saw my friend, the man, the myth, the legend popped in here. So Johnny Crypto. Great timing. We're talking about Chase Bank, but first of all, how are you feeling? Oh, abs, you know, I'm, I'm feeling good. Always great to be here with you guys and the Warrior Maniacs. I'm happy I, I missed, unfortunately, a lot of what you guys were talking about, but I did catch a little bit of that JP Morgan, I mean, uh, Chase article, which feels a bit 
hypocritical considering in one country we love you and the other country we hate you kind of can, can we make up our minds guys are we taking crypto are we not taking crypto i don't even know what time it is but i'm happy to be here today and let me just start like i always do good morning to all the warrior maniacs out there we love and appreciate you for showing up every single day to watch the greatest show on earth Amazing, Johnny Crypto. I'll take that compliment right there. But Johnny, we're talking about Chase Bank, and I'm excited to get your opinion. But let's kick it to Mario first. Mario, the announcement was a little bit misleading, but I want to hear what did it? What did you take away from this news? Chase Bank is partnering with a company to turn crypto into fiat. Yeah, honestly, when I first saw that on Twitter yesterday, I didn't even dig into it. I completely dismissed it. I was like, this has got to be BS. Uh, there's no way that in the current circumstances we see uh, a piece of news like this. But you know, now that you brought it to my attention, uh, like when you brought it to my attention this morning and you gave me like some more of the details and we just saw that person that kind of clarified things, I really think that that's, that's as close to as accepting crypto as we will get for the short term. Like there's going to be a, a, um, a middle facilitator that will like settle real time for fiat. And so I think that's, I mean, it's, I don't know. I, it doesn't get me like super excited. I'll be honest. I think it's cool that I think it's positive that Chase made a, a, a partnership or a collaboration with a company that's accept, accepting crypto because that tells me that Chase Chase's appetite for the risk of crypto is possibly changing. So I think that aspect of it is is positive. To what extent will people be using uh, crypto for everyday purchases? You know, this quick. Um, I, I don't know. I think that we, we've got a ways to go. We've got like so much adoption and so many people in the, around the world that need to come into the space and kind of learn the ins and outs of crypto before it gets to that level. Um, but I think that, you know, it is, it is still kind of a move in, in, in the good direction as, as far as Chase actually working with a company that's, that's working with crypto or facilitating these, uh, instant crypto to fiat transactions. Except the question is, why do it here but not, right? Didn't they say they yeah. won't do it in the UK? And they basically said, um, hey, if you don't want to deal with, you know, if you don't like that, then don't bank with us, right? They were, like, very adamant about it and kind of kind of nasty, actually, to be honest with you, the people. So it's really funny how their tune changes depending on what country they're in. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? To profit, it, anything's acceptable. It, it just sends a really, you know, like like if you're gonna be a company, it sends a really confusing message to your user base. Like if we're like Merlin, right? If we told if we told one one customer one thing, another one another, now you start to lose. Like what's going on here? You know, are you pro crypto? Are you anti crypto? What's what's the story here? Um, I guess the you know looking at the silver lining. The fact that JP Morgan, I mean, I keep saying JP Morgan, the fact that Chase, or it is JP Morgan Chase, right? But the fact that Chase is warming up the crypto and at least accepting payments here in the US um, is actually a good thing, right? And thank you, by the way, for listening every morning. We appreciate you guys. And uh, that's what we do this show. We do this show for you guys um, to, to help you guys out. And uh, at the end of the day, hopefully it is helping you guys and make better decisions. And um, it's a win-win all around. Johnny, you're spot on. And I do think I want to talk about this quant news while we still have you here. What's really exciting about quant is there's only 14.6 million tokens that will ever exist for that blockchain. But look at what's happening. We're getting a bunch of weird narratives from the community. They're talking about how founders are dumping. They're talking about how they're moving away from Oracle provider services. When I did my research, I found one thing and very, very clear. 
Quant is working with the biggest players in the space, and I think they've got some of the smartest minds on their team. So, Mario, I'd like to start with you. What did you take away from all the narratives around Quant? Did it change your perspective at all? Was there any of them that you found to be reliable? Well, I haven't done enough digging to kind of make up my mind as far as to what's happening. I did see somebody that um, like kind of summarized what was going on. And, and, and the team selling is, is something that's not new, apparently. It's something that's been going on for a while. And that's kind of how they fund their operation. Um, especially, you know, we're, we're in a down, mar- down market. Uh, it, it hasn't been easy for for products in the digital space to survive and i mean even if we take crypto out of the conversation and we just look at SaaS products right um wow johnny we're getting there <laughs> wow 87 60 is coming baby let's go yeah i gotta Here do my go. dca i gotta oh, do my dca baby. i actually so uh, full disclosure i actually was looking at quant because i had some limit order set at about 88 dollars for purchases so i had some automatic purchases come in and look at the price chart, Johnny. When I look at this price chart, it is so solid. If you compare it to the rest of crypto, it's done things that other price charts have not done. So first of all, during the last bull run, Quant went from about $3, if you go all the way back to 2020, mm. to $400. Now, XRP listeners are waiting for that day for themselves. But look at what happened. <laughs> we went from $400, typical bear market regression, 90% here, got to about $45 and had an automatic rally during a bear market from $45 to I think $220 at the peak oh, of this thing. Bucks, yeah. Now we're back down again. We've retraced accordingly. And I think that honestly, this is a solid retracement and this is good for the price chart. Do you still think we're going to get 60 bucks? 86 looks decent to me. Click on the one year abs. Let me take a look at a little closer there and see kind of. Let's check it out. Let's I see mean, we, we definitely look. So we definitely busted down below the 100. So we're, we're definitely going to find some some new new territory here and you know, well not new but i mean now click go back to the all time if you click on that i think we're gonna you know all right so where's that next level yeah actually right above that what's that flat zone right above that dip right there 65 there it is i think that's where i i told mario he sits patient maybe he can buy this thing in the 60s and you know what it might just happen i know that i'm gonna i got i got the truck already in reverse in fact Look, let me look back here. Make sure I don't run anything over. I'm backing that truck up because if we hit 60, 65, somewhere in that, I am no Merlin does not have a bar chart yet. That is something on the roadmap that we want to add. Thank you, Ricardo, for the question. Uh, but abs, I certainly uh love quant still. And yes, there's some news out there that's flooding it a little bit, and that's why we're seeing it drop a little bit. And so you know, this is where you have to kind of say to yourself, okay, do I think tr- quant is in trouble and I got to stay away from it because something is fundamentally broken apart? Or is this just a bunch of FUD news and, and you know, stuff that's not really significant and that the company can survive and move on? Yeah. And if it is, then it makes sense to de- – like the same thing's happening with Gala right now. You know, you got the two owners – fighting they're suing each other one of them was stealing from the company and you know that's creating fud and scary and, and his price is dropping right and so you say to yourself okay can gala so well they got two billion dollars yeah. they raised two billion dollars i'm pretty certain gala's not gonna go away so for me when you see it i don't even know what gala is today if you want to pull it up but if it's at a penny penny and a half it's like there you go what do we have two cents right i mean that's just uh to me, like, wow, look at that. Look at that thing went up to 70 cents. You're looking at a 35x potential just for the potential alone. If you believe in the company, 
you don't let these things fud you out of this space. In fact, if you if you if you got the gut to survive it, the stomach to handle it, this is when you DCA in. This is what makes you know the difference between thousand years and millionaires. And Johnny, let's let's connect this to the Chase news this morning. I'm going to read this one more time for our listeners. Breaking news, guys. Chase Bank is accepting XRP as Chase Bank has announced a collaboration with FCF Pay, a Canadian crypto payments entity. For the first time, Chase Bank is accepting XRP among a handful of other cryptocurrencies for mortgage payments, credit payments, and also repayment of loan services. This is a groundbreaking move for the financial industry, signifying a monumental shift towards embracing digital assets for significant transactions like home mortgages and credit services. I want to share a little personal story real quick, Johnny Crypto. I had some friends and family that were traveling internationally, and believe it or not, you can't carry more than $10,000 on a plane. What's so interesting about that is not only do they act as if the cash itself is illegal, these are hardworking people. They earn their money. They printed it to cash. They want to bring it overseas to gift to family members. They can't bring more than, if you get 11 grand on you, that's a crime. So you can put $100 million in your ledger and take that on a plane. They have no idea. If you want to bring $10,100 cash, that is now against the law. I wanted to kick it to you. Is this, a, is this solving that problem? I think that's something that's not addressed enough. Cross-border payments are very limited by those types of rulemaking, those types of laws. Yeah, I mean, it certainly does, I think, put another potential solution in the running to be able to do that, especially if they're going to make it illegal. To me, this is a huge monumental shift, though, for in the U.S., that if a bank is as premier as or as large as Chase is saying, hey, we're going to accept XRP. I mean, a month ago, we're talking about whether XRP is a security and not a security and can be considered in the U.S. at all. And now we've got one of the biggest banks in the world saying, hey, our doors are open. Come on in. You know, that's huge. This is this is this is the, and, and it's interesting how this announcement. When did this come out yesterday? Yesterday. Yeah. It came out after the judge declined the appeal. Remember, when I told you that the banks and everybody would want to stay away from this until the appeal was over because then there's a little baby monkey on their back. Well, the baby monkey's been removed, too. There's no monkey anymore. All the monkeys are off XRP's back right now from what it sounds like. Right. So they can't they can't they're not going to appeal. The interlock appeal got declined. It looks like the final appeal at the end of this case is going to be very hard to do. And now you got one of the biggest banks coming out saying, hey, we're going to use you now. And it's it's not by coincidence, in my opinion, that that happened on the day after the judge says no appeal. No appeal is possible. So to me, that kind of solidifies XRP now in the minds of these bigger companies to say, hey, it's safe to use XRP. Because the last thing JP Morgan or Chase wants to do is come out and say, we're going to use something. And a week later, it's, you know, it's an appeal and it's being secure. You know, is it a security? And that's a question. They don't want that question mark on their back and you don't have to worry about it. So huge news, big victory to XRP. What is the XRP price today? Because I've been in meetings all morning. 52. 52. Yeah. Again, I'm not, you know, I know people are like, why isn't the price moving up? Look, here's the thing. We know for the price to move up. If you don't know by now, then you're obviously not watching the show every day. We tell you, we need a major liquidity event, something big, right? To be able to bring new money into the space. The reason why this is great news for XRP is all the pieces are being put in place so that when the liquidity does come in, when the BTC ETF gets approved, um, when you know when the having comes and money starts finding its way into this space again, maybe the Fed reduces rate. Man, 
XRP is going to be primed to pump. So I'm not worried about right now if nothing's happening with XRP. Don't be. Don't ex I don't expect anything. There's no news in my mind that's going to drive XRP to a dollar right now. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Because I know what it takes. We need daily trade volume. Okay? And it's going to take time to build adoption to get there. So the only thing that's going to drive the price up is speculation. How are we going to get speculation? We need new money. How do we get new money? We need the Bitcoin ETF to come in. So are you optimistic on XRP? For Here's really interesting. I'm going to throw a narrative at you. I was watching Waters Above video yesterday, and he said 2024 is the year of the X. The astrology points to all the X projects performing well. That's why Elon Musk changed his company to X right before 2024. We've got XRP. XLM gets a free pass in Washington, D.C. One of our listeners, I think his name is Mr. Man on Twitter, shared this really interesting price chart. It shows that XRP goes through these 36-month cycles where we get bullish price action. And look at this. We are entering the next 39-month cycle, Johnny Crypto, and there's some very high price targets here. We're not going to talk about $800, but let's talk about all-time high. If we get above $2.80, that's really breaking all-time high for XRP. A lot of people think it's $3.90. It's only $2.80 where there's real volume mm. for XRP. If we get mm. above that level, what typically happens? A 4.236 extension. What is 250 times 4, just to keep it simple? Right around $10, guys. And we see a lot of influencers like Kevin Cage, Johnny Crypto, all these different players saying $10, $12, $15 in the next bull run. That's what seems most likely. So I'm going to ask you, sake of the conversation, give me a price target for 2024. I mean, I've got it right up here. It's on my, it's on my, and you've been here. It's on my, on my cabinet here. My first target for XRP, I've got it right now. It's, it's, it's around 10 to 12 bucks. That's what I kind of expected. And so, and I've been very consistent saying that over time. And I think, I think, depending on how this bull run goes, that that is possibly very achievable in 24, 25, somewhere in the net, because the bull run can last about a year, right? The whole, the whole entire cycle. So somewhere, I think within that time frame, if we, you know, we, we touch all time highs, I think we should be able to, there's no monkey on its back and there's no reason why it should be held back. And I do think it's very possible. Um, that we can see this thing maybe getting into that $10 zone. And I think there's going to be a shit ton of selling at $10 because whenever I put a poll out and whenever I sell the polls out and I've asked people what their first exit target is, $10 is their target, which is why I got mine at nine ninety. But anyway, nonetheless, <laughs> everybody's going to sell at $10. This thing is not going to make it through 10. It's going to, if we get to 10, there's going to be major, major selling and churning in, in, in a new a new base set there. And then who knows if it can hold it. But I do think that, you know, somewhere between three. But let's get past three first. And then we'll talk about 10. But high side, yeah, I think it's possible in 2024, 2025. It's you next. But I want to stats from the live chat because we have a question out right now. The question is, what is your price prediction for the XRP? What is your price prediction for XRP during the peak of the next bull run? 16% of our users said $5 or less. 28% said between $5 and $10. 32%, which was the largest category, believe between $10 and $27. And 23% are predicting we're going to get above $27 and we're all going to be millionaires in these next couple of weeks. But Mario, I'm kicking it to you. What are you? In a couple of weeks. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I meant years. I got excited oh, there, guys. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> I got real excited. But when we talk XRP, I, I think excited. I'm allowed. I think I'm allowed to get excited. Yes, guys. you're allowed. You can get excited. It's all good. Mario, I'm kicking it to you. 2024 is optimistic according to Waters Above. He's saying we're going to break a dollar in the first quarter of 2024. What are you predicting? Do you think this is finally the time this community has been waiting for? Oh man, I can't. I can't make predictions. I can't do it. Uh, like if I'm, if I was to make a prediction right now, I'll be setting an expectation for myself, and I can't do that. I, I learned it the hard way. Let me ask you I this: not to- because we're entertainers and we're on a show, I gotta okay. ask you to make a prediction, my friend. Even if it's I, outlandish, it can be low. You can say we're not going above a dollar, but I think people find value when we share these takes. And look at this: yeah. we've got price predictions as high as eight hundred to a thousand dollars. Maybe you can dispel the rumors there. Yeah, I mean, I, I can tell you what I what I personally hope is going to happen, um, but like I can't give I can't I'm not going to give time frames because I I don't I don't really do well with time frames. But uh, I mean, I'm hoping that next bull run we get to uh, at least ten dollars. That's what I'm personally expecting too. I, I I think it's going to be hard to go too much above ten dollars. Maybe on a wick, um, like you could get lucky and try to get some some something above ten dollars. But ten dollars has been this price target that for years, uh, people that are super active in the in the XRP community have been expecting. So I know they're going to be selling. I know there's going to be a lot of people selling. Uh, you know, as we get to that ten dollar mark, I personally have an exit strategy going up to ten dollars. Yeah, so I'm going to be taking profits along the way. Ten dollars is kind of like. Not my last target, but you know, close to being one of my last targets from the allocation that I want to sell. So, um, yeah, I guess I'll say I'll say ten dollars. And and obviously, when I say ten dollars, I don't mean like in the long term, like next twenty years. I mean for this next bull run, thirty nine month cycle, Johnny Crypto, and that's what's really exciting for the XRP price chart. I'm kicking it to you for your take, but just I wanted to regurgitate this. Back in 2017, we saw XRP go from a fraction of a penny to just below $3. This is showing about $2.70 with real trading volume. Think about that. We're talking every dollar you invested over a 240-day period was worth $7,000. That's accurate math on Good Morning Crypto, Johnny. So with that being said, you think we'll ever see a day where there's something similar going on with the XRP price chart? I mean, you know, for me, I, I look at it and like this, you know, true asks here, why $10? I think you got to look at it. Whoops. I think, you, oh, sorry, Abs, you take over the, the thing there. You no, know, I, fault, sorry. No, it's all good. I think that, you know, when you, when you say why $10, it, there, there's, there's some logic behind it. When you look mm-hmm. at the Fibonacci's, mm-hmm. which by the way, almost every chart follows the Fibonacci. Yep. And you, and, and for me, I, I, my favorite guy in this space is BC backer, BC backer, he called the top. Nobody else did in Bitcoin, right? He nailed it. And he's been so accurate in most of his times when he was talking about the 4.26 extensions. When you look at the 4.26 extension for XRP, that puts you around the $10 to $12 spot. That's why when True says, why $10? That's why I believe $10 is possible. That's typically the maximum you see in a bull run, unless if you get a double bull run. And if you get a double bull run, I forgot the exact word he called it, so I'm making that up. He called it, it was, I forgot what he called it. But if you get a double bull run, then there's a potential to get as high as around $50. And that's a very special thing that typically doesn't happen. So I don't think, you know, someone said, well, if we get 10, we'll get 100. No, I don't think so. If we get 10, we're going to get 10. I don't think we're going to get much more than that. We're going to get 10, we're going to get 12, and we're going to come down, and we're going to settle down, I don't know, three, four bucks or somewhere. We'll probably settle at a new high floor base. 
uh, well, we'll probably get a 90% pullback of 10. So we'll be at a dollar, right? Maybe something like that. Who knows? Maybe $2. Maybe if we're a little more ahead of uh, the curve here than the normal, you know, maybe if we're a little beyond speculation, we're moving towards adoption. Maybe we're a little higher. But uh, to me, I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see three figures, and nobody's gonna like this. Sorry, guys, but um, but I, I yeah, I, and Susie, I'm with you, Susie. We see fifty, and I, <laughs> uh, don't worry, I'll fly my helicopter. I'll come get you, Susie. We'll give you CPR, whatever you need. We'll bring you back to life. <laughs> Absolutely, but, uh, Johnny Crypto. And you know what's funny? That helicopter better have a Merlin logo on it, guys. Yes, but we got <laughs> 383 live listeners joining us. Show us some love. Yes, Smash that like button. And we're talking XRP this morning because this was the breaking news. I'm going to continue to talk about this throughout the episode. Chase Bank has announced a collaboration with FCF Pay, a Canadian crypto payments entity, Chase Bank can now accept XRP for mortgage payments, credit services, and repayments of loans. So, Johnny, it's a much bigger move. I don't believe in coincidences. We got the we got the ruling from Torres. Now we got the news from Chase Bank. Are you anticipating catalysts like this are what's going to make this next bull run different? Digital assets will be held by some of the largest financial firms on the planet. Yeah, I mean, listen, I think at the end of the day, like everybody's going to get on my, on my butt now that I'm you know, only at $10. But here's the thing. Let me just let me be clear about this. The reason why I have an exit plan, and you all should have one too, and you should check out this cool app called Merlin, www.merlincup.com, and go sign up because you can sign up today. The reason why I have this app is because abs, I do believe $10 is going to be a very interesting sell point, and there's a good amount of profit to be made there, and I'm going to be taking some there, and maybe 40 or 50 will be the next stop. At some point down the road, is three figures possible? Yeah. I think so. We, you know, in 2030, 2035, somewhere down the road. I mean, listen, Amazon was $17 when I bought it. It went up to $3,300. So anything's possible. Okay. Amen. Yeah, X, XRP getting to three digits. What was that? I said, amen. Amen. <laughs> no, not amen. But I know why you said, but you know, but, but, but can it get to three and four figure digits? Just, yes. Of course. I think at some point in time. I'm talking about time frames, and you guys are all young. I'm old, right? So I'm like, hey, if I get 10 bucks or 50 bucks in the next three years, that's a damn good sell point. I'm getting out. Johnny, I know you're short on time. Let's talk specifics. What's it going to take to get us to that three-digit price target, right? We're going to have to have banks using real adoption. Forget speculation. Ain't going to work. All right. Speculation is going to get us to a 4.26 extension. If you get a double bull run, you know, maybe you're getting 50 bucks according to BC backer. Right. And he's the best in the game. And, you know, and I got to try to get him on the show. I remind me to set that up so we could talk about it and see if his opinion has changed. But the last time he did this and I, and I watched his stuff, it was around 55 bucks. Right. So I don't think abs, we're going to see higher than that without real true adoption. And if we get that adoption and that's why I'm saying 2030 and beyond, Oh, who's this? And we get beyond 2030 and beyond. Then I'm thinking three digits, four digits, you know, three digits more likely. And that's why abs, I ain't selling everything. I got an exit plan. I'm taking 20, 30, 40% of my XRP. It's coming with me to the future, right? I'm only going to sell about maybe 40, 50% of it or somewhere in that zone. And I'm going to keep some, a, a good chunk of it with me because I do believe it's going to go higher than 10 or 50 bucks. But I ain't no fool either. My mama didn't raise no fool. I ain't going to sit here and watch it go up to 10 and back to one and not capitalize on it. I'd be retarded.
That would just make no sense. Why would I do that? I've already done that twice. I ain't doing it again. No. We got an unhinged Johnny Crypto this morning, guys. And that's the kind of Johnny Crypto that we love on Good Morning Crypto. <laughs> One of the things that we got to talk about, Johnny, is what's preventing XRP from being utilized right now. And I think this is a great article. Sometimes we don't understand how early we are in this market. And I won't ask the live chat one more time because I'm just getting some Wi-Fi notifications on my laptop. Let me know if I'm coming in clearly so I can fix the issue. That being said, here's a 50-second video explaining why XRP adoption is taking time. You talk about first mover advantage a lot, and it's actually very interesting because in technology, it can certainly be possible to be too early to uh, to develop a product that the world is just not ready to receive or the infrastructure isn't in place to make that product as successful as it could be. Is that coming in clearly, guys? I just want to double check for you. A little because choppy, a little choppy. What she's stating is that sometimes we're so early that the rails aren't built for the technology. It'd be like if you had an iPhone, but there was no internet towers, how That's is everybody right. in the U.S. going to adopt it? Johnny, please elaborate. That's exactly right. That's exactly we have the problem today with EVs, electrical vehicles, right? Everybody has EVs, but we don't have the infrastructure. You can't go on a long trip and charge your car fast charging to get there quickly. We don't have the infrastructure. Some of the technology is here before. Now, by the way, I want to give a shout out to my man, Corey. Corey, I love you, man. It was great meeting you in person at the retreat. It's so cool to be able to meet you guys. You know, the guys are just great guys. But, uh, but Abs, that's exactly what's happening here, too. We're ahead of the train. And I say it all the time on the show. We're so damn early that I know it feels like we're late, but we're not. We're just early and we expect things because we're humans and we just want stuff to happen really fast. And that's not how technology works. It, it, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, everybody wants to get rich quick. It's sorry. It ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen. You know what? If I wasn't an idiot and I had held on to my Amazon, it would have took me 20 years. But I would have got rich, but it only took me 20 years. Okay. So it just, I love you too, man. So it just takes time. And this is the key, guys. If you haven't learned anything from my mistakes, you're not paying attention. Don't sell it all and be patient. This is going to, you're going to get gradual generational wealth, but you've got to be willing to hold. You've got to have an exit plan. And we've given you a tool now. It's out there, Merlin. You have no excuse to not have an exit plan. And you need to be patient. And just let this market develop. Let this thing mature. Let it develop over the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years. Don't do it with Johnny Crypto and sell all your stuff in 1997. Bring it with you. Sell some along the way. But know that these price charts could be real someday. But it ain't happening in a year or two. Sorry, guys. You're not going to see 300 or 500 or 800 XRP in a year or two. I'm sorry, Abs. I just don't think that's going to happen. Johnny, two things. First, what year do you think we're in compared to the internet run? You often talk about 1997. What year is it in comparison when you're talking about crypto? Why don't you bring up that chart? You got that perfect chart that shows crypto tracking the internet. But if I had to guess, we're, we're, if, if we want to say that the internet boom kind of all started technology in the mid-90s, um, we'll probably be... We're probably like at the very beginning. So we're like in 1997, like when I bought, bought Amazon, $19, $17. We're in that kind of very, very early first few years. Yeah, there it is, right? Is that the one? Let me read this stat real quick. So what it says right here is if this trend holds true, it's predicted that there will be a billion crypto users by 26 slash 27. Think about that, guys. Everyone in our live chat is going to benefit off of that adoption. That's so exciting. That's a 5x increase from the current estimates of around 200 million years. And what this is saying is Johnny Crypto, 
if this was a class, you'd get an A+. plus. It says 2022 is 1998 when you're comparing the internet to crypto services. Floor George. There you go, baby. And I didn't even see this. So there you go. Yeah, so 1997, 1998, we're right in the beginning of the cusp of this thing. We're so early. There's so much growth to come. There's so many people that come into this space that, you know, there, there, there's just so much upside that you'd be a fool. And I'm not calling anybody a fool, but you'd be foolish to sell everything this early on. It just doesn't. Now, if you're a trader, you know, and your whole uh, strategy is I'm going to sell and buy back and you're going to play the, the spikes, fine. Then off, then go for it. You know, do that. I don't play that game because that never, that never works for me. I'm just going to have an exit plan, ladder out. If we pull back, I'll buy back in. But that isn't going to be my strategy. My strategy is I'm laddering out on the Fibonacci's for this next bull run. And I'll worry about the next bull run later on with my remaining bags. And that's why I'm bringing bags with me. I don't try to, um, you know, I don't try to go, I don't try to overthink it, Abs. And that's the problem. You know, if you're going to try to plan this out, you can't. It's almost impossible. And you can't, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, I want to get the top. I want to get the bottom. No, you're not. You're not going to get the top and you're not going to get the bottom. Will some of you get lucky in one percent of you or one tenth of one percent of you? Hey, I sold the top. Yes, you will. There will be one person in this chat that will sell the top. Shout and out to NFT Tones. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the rest of us, the 99% of us, you know, they always say the 80-20 rule. You guys heard the 80-20 rule? If you can sell at 80% near the top and buy back at 20% from the bottom, you're doing damn good. And that's 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 what I try to do. I try to do the I try to do the 80 20 rule. And the psychology of the market is what's really interesting, Mario. Everybody thinks if I believe in these tokens, why not hold them the entire time? Because the money that comes in leads on the back end. And what the smart moves they capitalize on that product. Just to close out this conversation, what did you take away from all, all of Johnny Kirkman's? I think he's spot on. Like uh, we know that markets uh, move in cycles and what happens every time we have a bull market, then we have a bear market. So I think it would be foolish for anybody that needs um, immediate profits to not take any profits because it's going to go up. It's going to come down. You could sell on the way up. You can buy on the way down. You're essentially just creating a snowball effect on your portfolio. Even if you don't need to take those profits for anything particular, you could be just uh, snowballing your, your portfolio increasing and making it larger, doing what um, what um, Andrew Cashflow teaches. So I think it would be foolish to not take any profits. Um, but yeah, this conversation is exciting, man. And I think that the, the, uh, the positive of all of this is that we are here so early. Like we're witnessing the space kind of emerge. And as we've just discussed, we've got the trains without Thank the rails. You. And so you know, we're gearing up for something amazing in the crypto space, being here this early. And nonetheless, everyone here, everybody in the chat, everybody listening to this now and in the future is um, is taking taking part in something special and, and, and an opportunity to change their lives financially. Johnny, elaborate on this part for me. When you're looking back at yourself in 1997, what are some of the things that our listeners could do? Maybe some of the mistakes that you made that you want them to avoid. You often talk about taking profit, but how about, how did you even find Amazon? What drew you to the project? How'd you know it was going to be a success? Maybe we can apply that to crypto. You know, at the time, there was a lot of talk of all the different companies, kind of like we're doing now. And, you know, that was one of the companies, you know, it was this new thing. It was a bookstore. The internet was hot. Yahoo was hot. You know, at the time, I don't even think Google existed then. It was just Yahoo. Yahoo was the big thing at the time. 
And I remember I'd made some money on Yahoo and I was looking for another place to go into it. And Amazon was the next big kind of talk of the thing that was going to be, you know, so, you know, you buy it and you don't know, you don't know what any of these things, when you buy it, what the, what, what the, <laughs> yeah, this is exactly right. This that's is my chart. It's totally me. Chart. That's totally, that's totally me. That's always happened to me right so there. So funny, guys. I want to read this because we got a lot of people on audio. It's the XRP <laughs> price chart tweeted out by Altcoin Daily. They said, if I sell, up by 89,000%. If I hold, we're going to trade sideways. But if I buy, we're plummeting down. And that's how a lot of people feel in crypto. It's like, you can't oh, catch a break unless you understand the market cycles, guys. Yeah, because it's because it's true. And this is why you actually have to do the opposite of what you think. And you can't. It's so hard because your brain won't let you. Your brain doesn't want you to do the opposite of what it logically thinks is the right thing to do. And until you train your brain, train your brain. I like that. Until you train your brain, you got to come to, you know, and check out, you know, check out the Johnny Crypto presentation at the next Freedom Conference where we talk about the emotional market. I talk about this. I talk about how it's rigged against you in your emotions and how to control it and what you can do then you can actually win this game. And that's the only time you can win this game. And abs, again, I hate to do a cheap plug, but that's why Merlin is so important. And this isn't a cheap plug. This is real. Merlin takes the, see, what people don't realize is right now the market's rigged against your emotions. It's literally that chart. When you see, Coach and I talked about this on Monday on the show. When the price is going up, right? What do you guys think is going to happen as the price is going up? You, your mind just thinks it's going to keep going up, right? So you don't want to sell. And the, the beautiful thing of Merlin and the way you win this game is when you ahead of time create an exit plan, like right there it is right there. That's perfect. You know, when you see this chart and you're at optimism and belief and thrill and you're in that thrill zone and everybody in the mother is talking about whatever you're looking at is going to go 10 times higher than where it is right there. You aren't selling because you're not going to sell. Because you're going to be a sucker like the rest of us. And I'm a sucker too. And we're going to be like, oh, this thing's going to keep going up, right? When Bitcoin was 69000 you know what the narrative was? It's going to 100. Yeah, exactly. The narrative was it's going to 150. Now, everybody was a sucker and believed it. Meanwhile, the elites were dumping on us at 69, except BC Backer because he was smart. Now, the way you win this game is you get something like Merlin. You build your exit strategy right now when you're not emotionally in, in this euphoric mode and then when those targets start getting hit on that chart along the way up i don't care where it's at you hit the dm sell button eventually we'll sell for you that'll be that'll be merlin 2.0 but until we can sell for you you go and you hit the sell and when you don't want to hit the sell because you're you're like oh it's going to go up you say to yourself the same thing i said when i didn't want to hit the sell with cardano you say you know what i made an exit plan and i'm sticking to it and hit the goddamn sell button. And when the thing pulls back 90%, three months later, you're going to be so damn happy that you had an app like Merlin that told you when to sell. And you watch a show like this, that the words raised in your head, I made an exit plan. I'm going to stick to it. You're going to sell. You're going to be happy. And you can buy us a slice of pizza. Johnny Crypto, I'm kicking it straight to Mario. Mario, where do you think we are on this chart today? Johnny said, psychology of the market is set against us. Well, obviously, we're not in a bull run. And we just went through about two years of a bear market. So I think it's fair to say we're actually in this disbelief phase. We may be in a depression. I don't think we're in anger, but I do think we're in disbelief. Where do you think we are according to this chart? Yeah, I think we passed that anger depression phase already. If I was to take a guess... I believe I like I, I would say we're we're past this kind of disbelief phase going into um, 
going into hope. And the hope is, is, is what's going to happen next year when most people that are in the space know about the cycles. And so they're going to start to hope that we go into this bull run. Right. And, and because we're, we're repeating the cycle and, and because we're going to get the Bitcoin ETF and all that, all that good stuff. So, yeah, I think we're, we're, we're maybe at this belief right now, traveling towards hope. Let's see. And this is what I wanted to talk about just to end the show here. We've already got 356 live listeners joining us. Show us some love. Smash that like button. Let this video go out to as many XRP holders as possible. We ran a poll during today's show, Johnny, and the price. The question was, what is your price prediction for XRP during the peak of the next bull run? There were four options here, but here's what came in first place. 32% of our listeners, we got 350 votes here. Estimate we're going to go between... 10 and 27 dollars for the next bull run with xrp let me ask you do you agree uh 10 to 27 dollars during the next bull run well because you got 10 in there i gotta say yes because i think 10 is possible 27 no i don't think it's possible at all i think um i, I love mr mcduck here i love this show too but no abs I, I think that i think that 10 is potentially very very possible but you know 10 to 12 max i don't unless if we get that double bull run that bcb backer was talking about where then maybe you could see a double fib extension and that gets you to 54 but i if you were to say johnny what's the percent of that i'd say it's like under one percent i really think if we get anywhere near eight to ten to twelve dollars we should all be happier than the pig and shit and we should all we should all we should all you know be willing to to take some profits there. And do I, I want to also, I get this question all the time. Zabs. I got to answer this. You know, I don't know why everybody wants Merlin to be an app on a phone or whatever, because the apps are pain in the butt, but listen, Merlin is a web app, which means it works anywhere. It works on your cell phone, it works on your tablet. You just have to download the app. And what's cool is you can save it to your home screen apps on your iPhone or your Android and it acts just like an app. It's an icon there. You just press the button. It loads. That's up what I did. So what yeah. I did, guys, is I actually I went to the web application because I had the same thought. I brought it up to Johnny Crypto. I go, how is it an app? But it's not an app. Well, it is. You download it from your web device, and there's a very simple process you go through in your Apple settings. You just add it as an application onto your home screen. And you know what, Johnny? I think this is a cool time that we could actually talk about the exit strategy we're going to plan for our listeners. We've only got four, about three and a half minutes left in the show here. But one of the things I think could be valuable is we are going to create an exit plan and a mock portfolio for the Good Morning Crypto show. We're going to be taking about $100,000, maybe $10,000 in fake money, putting it on a portfolio so we can track it every day through the next bull run with our listeners. That's something I wanted to get your feedback on live chat. Throw some ones in the live chat if you think that'd be helpful, if you think that'd be useful. You can also go over why Merlin's such a great application every day. So another team. Oh, my God. That's a great idea, Abs. We should actually build a mock uh, uh, account right here. One of our shows. We should take it. Oh, it looks like everybody likes the idea. A lot of ones in the chat. We should actually build it live on the ear. Like we'll start with ten grand, and we'll pick. You know, we'll ask the audience which which coins they want to do. We'll pick the coins, and then and then we can kind of use the uh, you know some Fibonacci's or whatever. We can actually build it, and we can show how to use the tool and build an exit plan. I think that'd be a great idea. That sounds like fun. I love that. Guys, I can promise you one thing. That portfolio is going to have a lot of fake XRP involved. I promise you that much. Uh, Mario, this is the breaking news. Let's regurgitate it one more time. Chase Bank is now accepting XRP. Chase Bank can announce has announced a collaboration with FCF Pay, a Canadian crypto payments entity. 
a much larger step we're seeing into the digital asset space. Judge Torres ruled uh, that the SEC's appeal was denied as well this week. So XRP is not a security. That is the law of the land for the time being. Why don't you close this out for today, Mario? Yeah, it's been a it's been a really really cool last like six seven days with with the proper party and then this news comes out this week so it couldn't be more timing like perfect so yeah it's been it's been really exciting I think that the future of XRP like I stated earlier in the episode uh, the future of XRP is bright the future you know being the only asset with legal clarity I think Ripple is uh, gearing themselves to really be this this powerhouse company when it comes to uh, everything that they're building uh, around the world, not just not just uh, within borders. So I'm excited. I'm super excited about that. Mario, and this is something I got to address. It says, if you guys trust Merlin like that, why wouldn't you use real money? Because we can't give financial advice, my friend. We can't use real money. We wait, can wait, just wait. show you a fake representation of how it would work. Uh, and, so- and Mike, wait, let me just, let me also address that, Abs. Mike, we are using real money. <laughs> We're all using Merlin for our personal account. <laughs> But we're not going to show our personal accounts. Come on, man. Come What's on, I got to get the sound effects that? going so I can get the. <laughs> Come on, I got to give a fresh one, Mike. I love we you, love, man. we love Mike. We're only teasing we out there, Mike. Of course, we're going to use real money in our real accounts, but on the on the mock account, we're going to do an account with you guys and show you how it works. Uh, man, I can't believe you said that. Being said, guys, we got 327 live listeners joining us. Show us some love match that like button we've got some a-list guests coming in october bearable bull kevin case coach jv mark Gusco. the list goes on and on but we'll see you guys in 23 hours and like we always say warriors rise get your shit together baby thank you for joining Woo! let's go